So I said I wasn't going to do this ever again, and it has been a long time since I've done this. Um, have not recorded something on here. I can't remember the last time I did. I said I wasn't going to do it anymore because I just wanted to dedicate myself more so to being um, an artist. Wanted to completely immerse myself into um, you know screenwriting, filmmaking, photography, um, you know, writing in general. I just wanted to focus more on being the best artist that I could possibly be to myself. And, um, you know, with that came, you know, having to sacrifice a few things I love doing. Unfortunately, you know, this was one of them. And um, I said I wasn't going to do it ever again. And then this morning I woke up and I said, fuck it, I'm going to do it. Because you know why? It's Batman Day. And if there's any other reason to come out of hiatus or wherever the hell you want to call it, it's Batman. So I decided that I was going to do this damn episode because it's motherfucking Batman Day. And Batman is my guy. And he should be your guy too. And if he is not your guy... Fuck you. <laughs> I don't care because he should be your guy. Um, in my opinion, one of the best superheroes of all time. And, you know, I know we hear the cliches of how, you know, he's not really a superhero. He's just a guy dressed in a bat suit and whatever. We, we, I don't care. I've heard those arguments before. That's cool. That's fine. You know, everybody has their opinion. You're entitled to it. But for me, Batman is that guy. And he has been my guy. He has been my guy since I was five years old. So I discovered Batman in 95. What I'm going to talk about today came out in 93. This was my introduction to the caped crusader himself. And what I'm going to talk about is probably still to this day, it's probably tied with Under the Red Hood at this point. But because this film has so much um, sentiment meaning to me, um, I think it kind of outweighs it just a little bit. And um, that film is no other than the 1993 Mask of Phantasm. That's what we're going to talk about today. This Christmas, for the first time, America's most exciting and legendary motion picture hero comes to the screen like you've never seen him before. The Bat! In an all-new, larger-than-life feature film. Now, the Dark Knight confronts his newest and most menacing villain. Your angel of death awaits. The Phantasm. I want you. And faces his greatest danger. Can't be too careful with all those weirdos around. A soaring new adventure. Batman. Mask of the Phantasm, the animated movie, coming for a Christmas you'll never forget. So, uh, released December 25th, 1993, uh, this film came into theaters and bombed. Um, we're just going to say what it is. Did not do well. Um, and there's a lot of reasons that can go behind that. Um, you know, I've heard several stories Um you know, growing up to where I'm at now, that, you know, this film initially was just released, uh, was um, initially uh, meant to be released um, on a smaller scale, direct the, you know, video back then. Was not meant to go to theaters, but Batman was so popular at that time, Warner Brothers came in and said, hey, we're going to give this a, you know, a theater release or a theatrical release. And it, it shows, you know, I'm not going to sit here and lie just because I love this movie. It shows. Everything you see in this movie feels like a, I guess I would call it an extended episode 
of the animated series that was running at that time as well. It doesn't get the um, upscale, you know, treatment or anything whatsoever. Um, like how Sub Zero, um, a film that I think that was the one that came after this one that centered around Mr. Freeze. That one went direct to video as well, but it felt bigger. It felt special. You had effects. This one, it just it felt like you know, wasn't meant to be um, seen on that big of a scale. But I guess they tried to, you know, make it, you know, still feel, you know, like a grand theatrical thing. But, you know, you look at it now, um, you know, it's a little dated, but it still holds up in my opinion. But when you look at it, you you definitely see something that, you know, it, it just didn't feel theatrical. When you look at the trailer for it, you look at it, you're just like, ah, oh, this feels like direct the DVD or back then VHS. So I'm not shocked that it bombed. Um but, you know, it's unfortunate because I think had they taken their time instead of trying to rush it, you know, to get it out into theaters, this was still during the um, Tim Burton era as well, too. So I think had they not tried to rush this, um, you know, or maybe had they just decided to, you know, allow this one to be direct to DVD and then maybe perhaps do another one that was meant for the big screen and maybe it would have, you know, been received better. Um, it, it came out, you know, Christmas Day. And, uh, I, I, you know, even the, the marketing behind that never made sense to me either. But, hey, I mean, who wouldn't want to see Batman on Christmas, I guess. But I guess there was a lot of missteps. But, you know, we're not here to talk about the bad. We're going to talk about how awesome this damn movie is. Um, to me, um, I have told friends or anyone that would listen, I think the best representation that we have gotten of Batman has been the animated series. Um, and I guess the Arkham games as well, which they feel like an extension of this universe in a lot of ways. But I think that this is the, you know, anytime I say Batman, I say, look at this stuff. And, um, reason being is that they nailed everything. Um, Kevin Conroy to me, when I read the comics or whatever it may be, I hear that voice. When I think of the Joker, Mark Hamill, that's just what I hear when I read these comics or Heath Ledger, because I think Heath Ledger did an awesome job. But those are like the definitive voices and, you know, renditions of those characters to me. And that may be a little unfair because, you know, I grew up during this time. You know, I was five. So I was, you know, in the heyday for the most part when this was still running. And you just can't beat it, man. Um, they're, they're, they're just... I mean, who, who can argue with Mark Hamill probably being, you know, the outside of Heath Ledger, the definitive Joker? Can you really argue it? And I'm probably in the minority, but I've always wanted to see him uh, in live action. So I wish they kind of would have did that when he was young enough to still play it. But it didn't happen, whatever it may be. But this is definitive. And to me, to me. And I think that when you look at it now, you're like, this aired for children (laughs) to watch. This was something that we had the opportunity to watch. And it's a dark show. It's a fun show, but it's dark. Um, they didn't really start to brighten the mood of the show until like the final season. That's when they started doing the um, the mergers with the Superman animated series, and they brought the Bat Family in. Um, well, they kind of brought them in like in season three, but it was really a Bat Family um, for season four. And that was when they started, you know, tweaking the character designs. Wasn't a huge fan of that rendition. You know, it is what it is. There were some highlights during that run. Um, I think there was one, I forgot the name of the episode, but it was like these kids, they were telling different stories of um, Batman, and you got to see different, you know, iterations. I remember Frank Miller's um, Dark Knight Returns was in it, the old school Batman, um, 
that um, had the um, original art design from the comics with the Joker. And you got to see all those cool things. So it had some hits in it, but as a whole, seasons one through, I would say probably two and some of three were um, my favorite episodes, my favorite seasons. But I mean, like, it was just. I look at them now, and um, you know they're they're not so dark now compared to what we see now. But I look at those episodes. I'm like, I was watching this stuff as a kid, and there's a lot of adult humor that was on the show. So it was fascinating to me how they were able to reach both audiences. It wasn't you know overly graphic, but it was like you had adult humor, you had a lot more serious tones, and it it was just it was Batman. So. This film is definitely um, an extension of that. And I, I have so much love for this film. Uh, I still watch it faithfully to this day. Um, so, I mean, the, the, the main story, it's a very simple story. Um, it's, it's nonlinear as well. Um, it, it's told with flashbacks and um, present day activity as well. And I think what I love so much about this is you kind of, and we never seen this in the film either, but we kind of, um, in um, films, I'm sorry, uh, you get to see Batman before he truly, I guess, becomes Batman. I know you have Batman Begins, but like you really get an idea of Batman before he becomes Batman and he just fully decides that this is who I have to be. Um, you know, we get to see him falling in love, like truly falling in love. And, um, you know, the love interest of this is, uh, you know, Andrea. And it's so funny because you root for it. You're like, I don't want this to happen for him. But ultimately, you know, it's not going to happen. But you want this to happen. You want him to be able to experience it uh, or at least allow it to, you know, coexist. And, you know, ultimately it does not. Uh, so, we, you know, the story follows him, Andrea, um, him becoming Batman, and we have this new villain, which to me is the biggest disappointment. Not the villain itself, but how it was executed. So, you know, it's the Mask of the Phantasm is the name of the movie. The Phantasm is the new villain. And, you know, it, I feel like it was so much hype, even, you know, with the trailer. Um, as short as that trailer was, they still hyped up that he's going to fight this new villain. And you get one legit confrontation in this whole movie between them. One. One. <laughs> and it, 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 it's over. If you blink three times, you'll probably miss it. Because they throw them, they throw each other around and she does her, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, she, she does her little smoke thing and disappears and then Batman's on the run what so but okay so I, I'm jumping around but um so the story follows you know the love interest right him and the love interest and we see we see him in training we see I, I would say probably college era um Bruce if I remember correctly and um he falls in love with the girl and we keep flashing back to these scenes and then we'll go back to the present of how they relate to the present. And it builds up. These um, deaths start to happen um, to all the Gotham City crime box um, bosses. I'm sorry. Um, you know, Chucky Saul. Um, God, who else is in this? Um, the councilman. Like, there's there's so many, um, you know, I guess, baddies that we see in this. And um, they, they start to be taken down one by one. And the mystery is who does it, who or who's doing it rather. And I don't know how in the blue hell you get confused with 
the Phantasm looks like the Grim Reaper, essentially. Batman has his cowl. They don't look remotely the same at all. But however, Batman ends up getting framed for these these disappearances and these deaths. Then this leads to the uh, the Joker coming out. And um, who doesn't love the Joker? But um, essentially, and this is another complaint. I have this with this complaint pretty much with all Batman media. Um, no matter what the story is about, the Joker becomes the focal point of the damn story. No matter what. Keep in mind, the Joker is my favorite villain of all time. With that being said, I do get tired of seeing him so much, though. I'm just like, yo, can we get Two-Face? Can I get, you know, the Riddler? Hell, Scarecrow. Can I get any of these other guys sometimes? Because eventually I'm just going to get, you know, fatigued and sick and tired of seeing the damn Joker all the time. But whatever, it is what it is. And we find out that the Joker was behind this, too. And, um... I mean, to fast forward, the 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 villain, the phantasm, is um, Andrea, which is his, um, you know, the love interest, and it just ends up being this big triangle effect. And she, he was um, the Joker was involved with um, killing um, old girl's um, father, his girl, um, Miss Andrea's father, and it just all stemmed from that, and it leads up to this epic encounter, uh, which I love. I love the ending again is so joker based and i'm just like again because by this point batman knows who the phantasm is so there's no true altercation (laughs) it's just it's more of a oh shit damn don't make me do this you can't do this you can't kill him i know he's a piece of shit i know the joker's piece of shit and she's just like i'm so lost into this it doesn't even matter anymore and i'm just like You know, it was like that was his to me. Even though he's had other, you know, I guess flings throughout the years, it just felt like his one true time. You know, to finally find love, and you know, and it just it blew up in his face. And I think the sad thing about this is that she wanted it to happen as well too. So um, I, I just I I don't know, and it's just it. The, so here here's the thing: the way the film ends. Um, with this enormous explosion and Batman barely escapes. Um, at the end of the movie, we see that she escaped. And I'm just like, how in the hell did you escape? And, you know, the Joker somehow lived through this as well, too, because he's, you know, indestructible. So <laughs> he's always going to be around. But I've heard that there was a comic, I think, that came out. I've never read it. That showed how um, the both of them managed to survive. But... I mean, to me, that I mean, that's the movie in a nutshell. The movie is very short. I mean, I, I think it's about an hour and sixteen minutes. I mean, that's essentially your movie. I love it. I know I've I've made fun of it, but I love this movie um, primarily because um, I mean it's in that universe of the animated series, so it's well made um, outside of the flaws that it has. And the thing is, when you're a kid, I think I saw this when I was either four or five. I'm pretty sure I was probably like five when I saw it. It is so painfully obvious who the Phantasm is about 10 minutes into it. So it's like when you played Arkham Knight and the moment the Arkham Knight started speaking, you knew, damn, this is Jason Todd, really? So that was the same thing with this movie. The more they start doing the flashbacks, I would say probably 15 minutes into it, I'm like, it's the girl. Like I watch it now, I'm like, it's painfully obvious that it's the damn girl, it's Andrea. With that being said, it's still a fun ride. It's a fun movie. I still love it. The biggest crime that came out of this movie is 
outside of a few Justice League episodes, you never saw Andrea or a Phantasm again. And I'm like, how the hell? Because I thought she was a cool character. Um, with or without the costume, I thought she was a cool character. I would love to see her come back even in present day. Um, how the hell do you not bring her back? But Nicole Kidman's character, if I remember correctly, um, Dr. Chase Maria or whatever her name was in Batman Forever, that damn movie, um, if I'm not mistaken, she had a role in the comics at some point in time. Um, hell, I think Vicky Vale did too. So I'm like, how the hell do you? So that that is baffling to me. Um, I hope um, some comic writer out there decides, hey, Phantasm was cool as hell. Can I do something with it? Um, and I would love it. I would buy it. If she had her own standalone comic, I would buy it. F you. I don't care what you think. <laughs> um, so um, again, in, in, in you know the end of this, everything again, if you have not seen this movie, see it. I don't think you'll regret it. I don't know anyone that does not like the movie, despite the flaws that it has. I don't know anyone that does not like this movie. Um, it's usually, I know most of my friends, is in their top 10 at least. For me, it's a little bit higher just because of nostalgic purposes. And I just remember, I remember being a kid and watching it faithfully. I remember having the VHS and I remember opening up the VHS case and there was a comic book that detailed everything from the movie. And I think when they released the um, Blu-ray, you also had the option to get a t-shirt and had a cover. Um, the t-shirt had the cover of that um, comic book that came with the VHS back in the day. So I will always have love for this movie. Like I said, um, I think Under the Red Hood is the only thing. Actually, I know Under the Red Hood is like the only thing that is even remotely close to topping this movie. And in a lot of ways, in all ways, that movie tops it. But this one always just remains to, you know, kind of edge it just because of nostalgic purposes. But see that one too. Red Hood, Batman. Jason Todd in the bathroom. Batman beat that ass. That's all I'm going to say. We'll talk about that at some other point. But uh, again, uh, I, I don't know if this is going to be a recurring thing. I really just want to come on here and uh, talk about my love for Batman. Um, he's still my favorite. Always will be. Uh, that was my first hero I discovered as a kid. So he's always going to have love. I will never truly get over it. Uh, I'll be 85 with a Batman shirt with a walker. Let's believe it. <laughs> so um, I hope, uh, you know, you guys enjoy um, Batman Day. Hope you have fun out there buying the comics. I know that a lot of the comic shops are having specials and uh, free comic covers and all type of stuff. So hope you're out there enjoying it. I definitely did today myself as well. And, um, you know, maybe I'll see you soon. Maybe I'll come back. Who knows? I don't know. Um, but you can follow me on Twitter at Trey Visions. You can follow me on Instagram at Trey Visions as well. And um, if you want, you can also go on Tumblr, and um, that will be thereal.tumblr.com. That is the blog where I discuss cinema-related things. So follow me on that. Who knows? I may be back. I may be back. <laughs> All right, guys.